Calligraphy Podcast, a place where you get to listen to spirit-filled messages and inspirational teachings that will shape and transform your life into the similitude of the divine God. Designing a divine world through the eternal message of Christ and His Spirit. Right here on Calligraphy. Sign in and get transformed. Hello everyone. Welcome again and again and again and again and again to Calligraphy Podcast. I'm so much happy. I'm so much happy to be back again. We are so much excited to be back again with you guys. It has been a while since we came to you guys with the word of God, with the mind of God to you. We are so glad to be back and we are believing that all things are well with you and you are keeping the fire burning in everywhere that you are in brazil in india in croatia in america in ghana we want to say a very big thank you to you guys for your support for the broadcasting of this content we are so much excited i mean so much excited to be back with you guys again with the word of god with the mind of god and with the power of the holy spirit you know it's this is the spirit's channel it is the spirit's channel to move in our heart to transform our lives to design a divine world wherever we are we are to express the divine life of god to the surroundings where we are we are to express this life because this is the very nature we have received if we are in christ there is no other life but this life in christ jesus is what we ought to live Thank you so much, guys. You are so much grateful to be back. I am J.S. Richard. And throughout this month of December, we are going to begin a very powerful, I mean powerful, and exciting and wonderful series. It's going to be throughout the month of December. So I want you to be prepared, very, very prepared and very expectant. Expect a lot. Because it's going to be a portal of God's flow whenever you'll be hearing these words. You're going to feel the presence of the Lord. You're going to feel the power of the Lord wherever you are. So be so much expectant anytime you, you tap on any of the podcast channels to listen to, to, this, to this episode. We'll be talking on God and purpose. God and purpose. The Bible makes it clear in Ecclesiastes. 3 verse 1 and I read to everything there is a season to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven so there is purpose for everything whatsoever whatsoever thing you can think of it is for a purpose and it is to fulfill a great plan so Throughout this month of December, we are going to be talking more on our purpose on this earth, the purpose of God towards us. And I want you to get all questions ready, whatever questions that you have, on them. I want you to get them ready. You can post the questions on whatever platform that you be you be listening, or you can give a comment you can share a testimony on how this has been a blessing to you you pick up your question you can also go to 
our website calligraphyconcept.wordpress.com and leave your questions there or you can email us you can pick the email from our website then email your question and your doubts and whatever that you want us to know you can email it to us first of all i want us to listen to a very wonderful a very wonderful and anointed music from hillsong worship then you dial you delve back into this matter this you begin this series so here is oceans from hillsong worship was made by God for a purpose consider the things in the heavens consider the things on earth consider even you yourself and even what you are made up of even consider the things beneath they are all positioned and they are all made to fulfill a greater plan God made them for a specific plan and there's nothing there's nothing nothing i repeat nothing made that was waste or was made for waste you are made for a particular purpose and it ought to be fulfilled in your life because it was made in a personality and that personality is christ jesus the son of the living god and he ought and he does everything to fulfill a greater good he does everything to fulfill a greater good. So, throughout this month of December, as I was saying, 
you'll be looking more on purpose how you can discover our purpose and how we can go about it the purpose of god has been revealed towards us and a lot of stuff concerning the purpose of god and the purpose of god towards man so this is going to be the first episode the first episode of this series this brand new series that's god and purpose and this episode is titled god it's titled god that's amazing right yeah i know god so before focusing much on who is this god who is this god that he's dealing he's dealing with us what are his attributes what are his mind what are his beauties what can we see about him what can we know about him but that would be quite a a very short a very short expounding on that aspect but i want us to focus on something i want us to focus on something so i want us to lay a basis and also a foundation i want us to build it from start then we end throughout this month of december so you want to use this episode to build on on the rest of the preceding contents that will come up later so we're building a foundation starting with this episode do you know do you know that we are entering into a season there's going to be a massive shift a massive shift especially for the church of god or the church of christ because we are entering into a season where what you are or who you are and what you stand for will be a necessity it's either you come to the realization that you are the son or daughter of god and you have been made to fulfill a particular plan what is going to be very vital in this end time yeah i use a word end time we are in the end of the days we are approaching eternity we are approaching back to eternity yeah so what you are and what you stand for and what you do will be a very necessity will be very nece- will necessitate that i get to know this this either you are for christ and doing his work or you are for the devil and pushing his kingdom forward there's no middle ground you are either in christ or you are either in the devil as a matter of fact there are two personalities in this world and there are two kingdoms the personality of christ jesus and the personality of the devil lucifer they say satan and his ghost and the kingdom you have to kingdom the kingdom of god that's the kingdom of his son dear son as Paul said in Colossians, in the kingdom of darkness, this either you are in any of this kingdom, either in the kingdom of light or you are in the kingdom of darkness. So it ought to be a necessity for you if you are listening to this now and you do not know the kingdom that you belong to and how it operates. It is high time that you get to sit down and get to know much more about it. But the kingdom that I will suggest is the kingdom of light hallelujah yeah and also you are entering into a season where god where god will be working hand in hand that's massive god himself working hand in hand 
with his own creation with his own creation god will be working hand in hand and out have to spend much time maybe another time yeah maybe another time not in this series to, to talk more on what god or the upcoming season what we should expect in the upcoming season i think i'll do that in another in another series yeah but god will be working hand in hand with those who are in the center of his will fulfilling his purpose god will be working hand in hand it's very straightforward it is either you are in his will doing his work it is where that he will meet you to work hand in hand with you and there has been a lot of a lot of stuff that had been talked on this area of purpose there has been many ideologies there has been many thoughts there has been many teachings that kind of beclouds our mind when we hear this kind of subjects so throughout this thing throughout this series yeah, as you say you'll be dealing much more we'll be bringing clarity into this area and also the church of christ in past decades or in past years has lost its identity so if you are listening to me or you are if you are not the sound of my the sound of my voice listening to me now you got to understand that you are part of a body if you are in christ jesus and there is a purpose assigned to you to fulfill you got to hear this yeah i know i know you got to hear this you are made to fulfill a plan you just you just wasn't weren't saved so that you could be saved from hell you've got an assignment to fulfill as you will get to know throughout this series you will get to know that you have a plan even before the earth even before the foundation of the world even before the foundation of the world the foundation of the world is a very nice word you get to know i think in this series you get to know yeah you were made for a purpose in christ jesus and you ought i know someone is catching this you ought to understand that god has a purpose for your life he has a purpose for your life and you ought to come back you have to go back to him for him to reveal this purpose to you and we are that kind or we are in that time of the world where the battle between darkness and light is intensifying why do i say this because we read in Ephesians that in the fullness of time mm-hmm, in the fullness of time light and darkness the distinction that was set between them the battle that was set between them is reaching its full so those in light will be approaching more or they will be experienced or they will be as they will be manifesting more of these and those who are in darkness those who belong to to the kingdom of darkness will also be approaching or be showing their their massive identity in what they own in what they are so there need to be a need that christ jesus who is the son of god and who is the light of the world be revealed to the darkness because the darkness ought to be pushed back for light to prevail and it is only in the shining thoughts and the manifestation of our god-given purpose if we are in christ jesus it is in the manifestation and the shining thoughts 
of our God-given purpose that will draw the darkness to the that will draw the darkness to the light. I said draw darkness to the light. Yeah, if you draw them, those who are in the darkness, you will draw them back to the light. And also, there's going to be a major awakening. I want you to get this so clearly. There's going to be a major awakening. And there's going to be a major move of God's resurrection power throughout the entire world. I believe in the power of God. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe in the resurrection power of God. There's going to be a major, a major awakening throughout the entire world. That all men will come to know Christ. All men will come to know their God. Because Paul made a very good point. He made a very good point in Romans. In Romans chapter 11, verse 12 and verse 15. Romans 11, 12 and verse 15 he was given an analogy that when the jews when the jews rejected the salvation or when they rejected god the non-jewish people that's the gentiles were, were brought back or were brought into the kingdom of god that's they were accepted into the kingdom so let me read that verse and let me talk more on that in this move so romans chapter 11 verse 12 and verse 15 i'm reading from the passion translation so paul is saying so if all the world is being greatly enriched through their failure speaking of the jews through their failure of accepting the salvation of god and through their fall great spiritual wealth is given to the non-jewish people that's the gentiles imagine imagine how much more will Israel's awakening bring to us all? Mark that word. Israel's awakening. Paul is asking, how much more will Israel's awakening bring us to bring to us all? Let's read the verse 15. For if their temporary rejection of Christ or of the salvation of Christ release the reconciling power of grace into the world. What will happen when Israel is reinstated and reconciled to God? It will unleash resurrection power throughout the whole world. What a beautiful message by Paul. So let's go back to the verse 12. Let's go back to the verse 12. Wow. It said, if all the world is being greatly enriched through their failure and through their fall, great spiritual wealth is given to the non-jewish people imagine just imagine how much more will israel's awakening bring us back to bring to us all what i saying there's going to be a major awakening we are going to experience a great move of god if israel awake or if israel is awakened or brought back to god and there's something amazing happening in Israel. There's a great and massive awakening happening in Israel right now. Now, I ought you to check it up. You have to check it up on. You can check it up on YouTube. On you can find some of these videos on YouTube or on Tree of Life Ministries. Yeah, you go to YouTube. You type or you search for Tree of Life Ministries. There's a great awakening happening in israel that jews jews are evangelizing 
to their fellow Jews, and that is something uncommon. That has not happened in decades, in centuries. That has not happened, but now it is happening. So this great awakening happening in Israel is going to unleash a supernatural power of God throughout the entire world. You have to get ready for this. Yes, I mean you. You have to get ready for this because people will have to or ought to experience this power of God. Yeah, and I'm speaking to you. know, yeah, you might think, yeah, okay, I do not know my purpose, but I believe that through at the end of this, you get to know and understand your God-given purpose because you are made for a purpose, to serve a purpose. So just get ready. Just align yourself. Just align yourself. And if and if you are an unbeliever, listen right now. Yeah, I'll be talking a very important topic very soon. So I will lead you to a prayer if you want to come to Christ and accept Him as your Savior. I will be dealing with a topic very soon. Then I will say a word of prayer for you. Then you come back into me. But if you are a believer listening right now, just just prepare yourself. Just prepare yourself because next the upcoming season is so great and is so massive that you cannot slack for anything. You cannot you cannot miss it for anything, as you say. You cannot miss it for anything. So I want us to I want us to consider a very beautiful topic, a very powerful topic that you cannot take it from God. You cannot take it from God. That is salvation salvation when the bible makes us understand in first timothy 2 verse 4 that god does not want any man to be unsaved that is he wished that all men be saved and brought into the knowledge of god but let me give you some some little some little beauty about this topic it's, it's so amazing the salvation of God, the love of God that has been revealed from God towards us is so beautiful. It's so wonderful. So this is it. Man, I mean you, man was made to operate from three areas or from three characteristics of God. From the place of God's glory. Yes. From the place of God's life. And from the place of God's identity, these three things, God made man to operate from these areas, from his glory, from his life, and from his identity. Without this, without this, whatever man will do will never be considered or recognized by God for an eternal reward. So if you are listening right now, you do not know anything about this. This is the heart of God. This is so wonderful. It's so beautiful and beyond description that God has made man for us to share in his life, for us to share in his glory, and for us to share in his identity. What a beautiful mystery. What a beautiful mystery. So the salvation of God towards man is so amazing. And one might say, oh, salvation was only made for the sinners. No, no, you wait, I'm coming very soon. There are only a few people, there are only a few people in the world alive. Wow, wow, that's 
that's that's yeah i know there are only a few people in the world alive because the quality and the richness of life is only found in christ jesus yes i repeat again the quality of life can only i say only be found in christ jesus not in muhammad not in confucius not in buddha not in even moses no even moses that many people self believes believes that the quality of life is found in only christ jesus the son of god so if you're in judaism and listen right now understand that even your leader knows very well very well that the quality of life is found in christ jesus and not in any other religion not in any other religion whatsoever no matter the personality is found in christ jesus alone and there are only a few people alive in the world and the quality of life is that which is found in christ jesus alone and there is no spark of divine life in everyone because there was a fall of man because god made genesis 1 26 said let us make man in our own image and likeness god at the beginning of creating man created man in his own image and likeness but we get to read and we get to understand through our scripture that man rebelled against god and as a result caused this fall of man it caused this fall of man so there's no spark of divine life there's no spark of divine life you might ask but i'm not the one who sinned i'm not the one who rebelled against god but the Bible makes us understand that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Through one man, Adam, through one man, Adam, all man or all people or any individual who came after Adam also fell short of the glory of God. Because the Bible said or the Bible makes us understand that the seed of adam was corrupted when he rebelled against god and his identity was also transferred into the generation for the bible let me read in genesis in genesis let's read in genesis 5 verse 5 verse 3 and adam lived 130 years listen very carefully and begat a son in his own likeness after his image Mm -hmm. adam begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name said just forget about the name but just focus on he begat a son after his what his own image and what after his own what likeness what did god say in genesis one twenty-six. he said let us make man in what in our own image and what likeness what did we read in genesis 5 verse 3 and adam begat a son in his own what image and likeness and since adam fell or, fell or rebelled and he was corrupted as a result of that of that act that means any seed that he carried or gave birth to also took on the form of that nature 
took on the likeness and took on the identity of Adam. So all men who came under Adam fell or became corrupted according to their nature, not according to their actions or their acts or whatever. It is. It was according to the nature, the corrupt nature of man that is it is conferred to man that everyone has sinned, not because of what you've done or whatsoever, but because of your nature, the nature that you picked from your father, that's your earthly father, Adam, from the first man, that makes you a sinner. So, there are a lot of dead people, yeah, there are a lot of dead people living, as in living. You walk with them, you see them, but they are dead because there is no quality of the divine life in them. There's no quality of the divine life in them. First John 5 verse 19. First John 5 verse 19. I know you might have read this before, but it is good if you, if you all read and we all study together. First John chapter 5 verse 9. Sorry, verse 9 to 12. And I read. Let me read the verse 12. Say, so he that had the son. He that had the son had life. So everyone that has the son, that Jesus Christ has life. So ask yourself, begin to ask yourself, do you have this son we are talking about? This son of God that we are talking about, do you have him? Everyone that has the son has life. And he that hath not the son of God hath not life. You have heard this popular phrase before, no Jesus, no life. Yeah, it's very true. And it's written in the scriptures too as well. No Jesus, no life. It is only in accepting Jesus and having Jesus in your life that you have eternal life of God. So salvation is for all. We have to know this. Salvation is for all men. All, all men. Every person, who, whether you are whether you are you are in Asia, in Europe, in America, in Africa, no matter your race, no matter your your background, whatever, God designed salvation for all men. And it will shock you that salvation, God designed salvation initially not to save man from sin. I'll come back to I know I shocked you. I'll come back to that very shortly. And in fact, God wants all men to come to the knowledge of salvation because it is the vital message that causes men listen carefully it is the vital message that causes men to live like god like god himself and express his image here on earth and i'll add it is the only message it is only the only message that contains the power of god to save man and to cause man to be restored back to his original image and to the original likeness of god you can check that up in first Timothy 2 verse 4 and it is the first system salvation it is the first system and institution of god's dealing with man that is the area where god starts dealing with man God's de God deals with man after salvation. You ought to be saved to walk in the purpose of God. You ought to be saved to experience the will of God. 
you ought to be saved to be brought back into the kingdom of god you ought to be saved to experience how rich and how beautiful is the love of god you ought to be saved to experience the mercies of god without that everything that your mind will ever conceive will be like something dead in your mind you will not really appreciate it and god listen to this is not a respecter of persons and so does not reject anyone whatsoever he does not reject you no matter who you are he just loves you so 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 much he loves you a lot as a matter of fact he created you out of love to carry his identity within you just imagine this just imagine this so salvation let's define salvation now from both the hebrew and the greek means to save just note the words carefully to save to deliver to rescue to prosper i'm interested in this word to prosper or to save or to save from something physically or moral it is a necessity salvation is a necessity to both the believer and the unbeliever the believer needs it to live unto a life of righteousness to walk on that path of righteousness because once you are saved you are saved from every other sin that you've committed or as, as a result of your nature you are saved from every other sin your sins are being forgiven and what you ought to do is to just walk in the transformation you have to work in the transformation the renewal of your mind to pick up the nature to to leave the nature or to wear the clothes of christ to put on christ and live and express that to the world and also salvation is for the unbeliever the person who has not been saved to save him from sin and brought and bring him to the kingdom of god so that he can express the image and identity of god salvation is also a person the man christ jesus he is the salvation of god he is the god's power to save us to snatch us from the pangs of death and bring us back to the kingdom and it is surprising just listen carefully and the first person to receive the salvation message was not a sinner the first person to receive the salvation message was not a sinner and that man was adam adam was made in the most perfect state that you can ever think of he was holy he was blameless he was pure he had the exact image of god the nature and the likeness of god everything was intact but he was the first person to receive or to be shown this message or this idea of god or god expressed this idea to him notice salvation is god's design of giving his very life to mankind to bring them into himself by man's obedience watch carefully by man's obedience to life salvation is god's design to give his very life to mankind to bring them into himself 
by man's obedience to the life. We know in the beginning, God placed two trees in the garden. Said the tree of life was in the midst of the other trees. In the midst, the word midst which means was clearly seen. It was among the trees, so it's something that you see, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God told Adam, do not eat or do not touch or go near this tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For that day that you eat of it, you're surely going to die. You surely die. Adam, don't touch this. If you touch it, you are going to die. What is God trying to portray? He's trying to portray to Adam that Adam focus on life. Focus on the life, the tree of life. The more that you focus on the tree of life, the more that you live, the more that you are prevented from any deadly thing, the more that you are prevented from death. Is I getting the idea? So salvation, let me go back to the definition again. Is God's design of giving his very life to mankind to bring them into himself by man's obedience to the life. So we can replace the life to the tree of life. So salvation was God's idea for man from the very beginning. The man through his obedience and accepting and receiving the tree of life, which is Christ Jesus, into his life they are being restored or they are kept into the very nature that God conferred to them at the very beginning of creation or the very beginning of, of creation of man. By their obedience and their receiving to eat, God asked them or told them to eat of the tree of life. To eat means to absorb, to absorb. To absorb the goodness, to absorb the essence of that tree of life. And that is believing. So by their obedience to the tree of life, they were being kept in that nature of God. And that's God's idea, God's design of salvation. And it was preached by God himself. Because God was, God was the first person to ever preach salvation. He preached it to Adam. Adam was the first recipient because when he said, do not touch this tree, but focus on life, obey the life. That was man's salvation. So salvation has been preached by God himself, angels, the sons of God in every generation. In every generation. Every generation has heard of the salvation message of God. Because Jesus has been revealed in every single moment of life and the revelation of Jesus in every single moment of life requires that man or man turn and uphold or behold him to receive the very life that he gives I want to end on this subject so a little a little more on this a little more on this the idea of salvation was not initially to save man from sin but to prosper man unto righteousness to prosper man to live and bear the image of christ that is the tree of life back in the garden of god that is why after salvation from sin we carry on to live the kind of life we have received so we start from we receiving 
life and after the receiving of life you ought to show or demonstrate this kind of life to the world or the people around us man was to start living from the place or point of righteousness that was why god at the beginning he it was a plan it was according to his divine counsel he did it on meaning that i will make man in my image and likeness because the tax that man was made to do on earth required required that he carried the image of god and the likeness of god so that he will bring one the will of god on this earth and the kingdom of god on this earth and man one of the purpose of man was to replicate heaven on earth to bring heaven on earth and it required the man carry the image and the likeness of god so you might be wondering why do we need salvation or why do the world the unbelievers or any person who have not come to the knowledge of christ need salvation was one for all have sinned romans 3 23 and we fell short of the glory of god and we ought or it necessitates that we be brought back into the glory of god i mentioned earlier the man was made to operate from three areas of god glory the glory of god the life of god and the identity of god so once this was lost man ought to come back to the place of restoration where this glory is being restored to him and paul made a list in romans 3 verse 9 to 18 on the universal sinfulness of man on how all men every man there was no one right there was none righteous was all men when we took on the nature and likeness of adam we all lost the life we all we all lost the glory and we all lost the identity of god and so we ought and we need to be saved especially to the unbeliever if you are listening right now you are an unbeliever just listen your nature was corrupted as a result of the fall of man that's adam and let me list let me list let me read romans 3 verse 9 to 18 and just consider this just consider this just just follow through just follow through so here romans 3 verse 9 let me begin from verse 10 to 18 just follow through and just assess yourself in this area just assess yourself in this area if you fall short or if you fall in this category just know that you need the life of god very quickly you need the life of god very quickly he says i'm reading from the passion translation the scriptures agree for it is written there is no one who always does what is right no not even one verse 11 he listed 14 14 good reasons why all men fell from the glory of god or need salvation verse 11 there is none or there's no one with true spiritual insight and there is no one who seeks 
after God alone. Verse 12 All have deliberately wandered from God's ways. All have become depra- depraved and unfit. Kindness has disappeared from them all. Not even one is good. Verse 13 Their words release stench. Their words release a stench like the smell of death, foul and filthy. Deceitful lies roll off their tongues. The venom of a viper drips from their lips. Just listen. This were the state of man, or this, or this might be the state of you. Once you've not received Christ into your life, this somehow the Picks your nature or depicts who you are. Verse 14. Bitter profanity flows from their mouth, only meant to cut and harm. They are infatuated with violence and murder. They release ruin and misery wherever they go. They never experience the path of peace. They shut their eyes to the awe inspiring God. This was the universal sinfulness of all man. Once you've not received Christ Jesus, as your Lord and Savior. Let me add Ephesians 2 verse 3. The the corruption that was in us from birth was expressed through the deeds and desires of ourself. Relieved by whatever natural cravings and thoughts our minds dictated, leaving us rebellious children, subject to God's wrath like everyone else. So once you are outside of Christ Jesus, you've not received him. This is your very nature. Romans 3 verse 10 to 18, Ephesians 2 verse 3 depicts the nature of a person or of a man who has not received Christ Jesus. Let's go back to the reason why we ought to be saved. It is to prosper man to walk in the path of righteousness or to walk in the status of God or to walk in the identity of God. It is also to bring us back to the kingdom of the Son of God or to bring us back to the kingdom of God. That is where God destined man to be for us to be in his kingdom not to be in the hands of a deadly or a treacherous spirit or a treacherous devil no we are not made to be in the kingdom of darkness we were made by god designed destined by god to be in the kingdom of his man was not made to be in the kingdom of the devil or whatsoever kingdom we have one god and father and it necessitates that we all be identified with him our identity ought to be restored back glory identity and image or likeness note these three we have to introduce our children first the world has to come to a point where i think it will be very very important if the idea or the concept of salvation is introduced to us at the very beginning at the very beginning because a lot of people are really 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 missing this and it's kind of strange and our parents our father our mothers our society ought to at the very beginning of our birth introduce us to this salvation or to introduce us to the truth or our father who 
act in heaven and also real life real life life eternal proper life i mean divine life or life that expresses the quality of jesus or reveals jesus to the world only begins from having the image of god restored perfectly back and it is only in believing in christ jesus that we are confirmed or conferred with this with this heritage and last point man was made with an eternal spirit or man is an eternal being your spirit is eternal you are a trifold being you have a soul you have a spirit you have a soul and you have a body a spirit soul and a body your spirit is eternal psalm 139 verse 13 god <laughs> he took his time he took his time to design your spirit just think of this to be like his and to be eternal isn't that amazing the spirit that you have is eternal which means does not have an end does not have an end and since we have an eternal spirit and there is a destiny for us to end up either in heaven or in hell it necessitates that we decide to be in the kingdom of god or to be saved and brought to the kingdom of god or we decide on our own to be or wander in the kingdom of darkness so yeah so yeah man is an eternal being hence his soul needs to be saved from darkness and brought back to light it is only those in the kingdom of light who will not face corruption because the bible says that he will not look or watch that his son his dear son that's jesus to see corruption and that means that those who are in christ jesus will not also face corruption and there is an eternal spirit man as i said earlier we are an eternal being and we have a destiny whether we belong or we end up in heaven or we end up in hell okay? and because man needed to operate from the place of intimacy god made all things for man but he made man for himself god made all things for man by made man only man for himself and we are to operate from the place of intimacy and the place of faith or righteousness as a matter of fact man was made to be holy and blameless before god in love before the foundation of the world so with this this is why every single person no matter who you are no matter who you are ought to be saved and brought into christ jesus maybe you are you've not come to the knowledge of this christ that we are speaking about i want you to say this prayer this short prayer after me it is in believing he said it is in believing and confessing and accepting him that we are we are brought into the kingdom of his glory or the kingdom of his dear son we just say this after me master jesus 
I'm so much grateful for your wonderful design, your wonderful work, your abundance grace, your abundant mercy. I'm thankful. I'm thankful I came to die for my sins. Today, I make a bold decision to come into your kingdom. Please accept me. Accept me, Lord. Forgive me of all my sins and save me. And save me from all my sin. I thank you for accepting me. I thank you for your love that was that has been shared in my heart. Glory and honor and praise to your name. Amen. So hallelujah. Just celebrate you have been received into the kingdom of God. So straight away, straight away, straight away, straight away. I want us to consider some few stuffs. Want us to consider some few stuffs. Yeah. Want us to look at this area. As I said, we are building on a foundation. We are building on a foundation. The first thing that we needed is salvation. Or we have to understand the concept of salvation. Why we needed salvation. Why we ought to be in this in this kind of in this kind of design of God, it is also God's purpose. Yeah, we should know they are dealing with purpose. It is God's purpose or God's plan for every other person. You are building on a foundation. So first you got to know salvation, how and why we need salvation. But I want us to consider something that I think it to be very, very, very revelational. I think it will be very revelational and bless us a lot. Let us look at six revelation. Or dispensation of time. Sixth revelation or dispensation of time. The Bible says in Isaiah 46 verse 10 that God declares the end from the beginning. Which means he knows the end from the beginning. And probably if you might have listened to the previous episodes or the previous series. Yeah, misconception about the past. I think we dealt with how that the time or in the realm of the spirit time is kind of secular it is a cycle this a cycle it's not linear it is not linear so I want us to look at six revelation or dispensation of time in the world first you have eternity I'll not touch on most of them I'll just touch on two areas or three three areas that I think are very vital to this series so that we get to have a revelational idea on how we ought to conduct ourselves. We have eternity that's without time it does not end. We have foundation of the earth or many will say in the beginning that's Genesis one one we read in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. That's a dispensation or a revelation of time. Or, yeah, let me put it that way. A dispensation. In the beginning, that's Genesis 1.1. You can also see that as being related to foundation of the earth in Hebrews 1 verse 10. Foundation of the earth. Just keep that in mind. Then we have before the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm before the foundation of the world that's genesis 1 verse 2 i'll just give i just brief a brief explanation into this area it's a broad topic 
before the foundation of the world. Then the fourth one, from the foundation of the world. Just know this carefully. Eternity, foundation of the earth, before the foundation of the world. Then the fifth one, the end of time. The end of time. Then eternity. Eternity. So I said it's a cycle. Eternity. Foundation of the earth. Before the foundation of the world. From or since the foundation of the world. End of time. Then eternity. So I'm just talking on these, these three areas foundation of the earth shortly before the foundation of the world then from the foundation of the world so the foundation of the earth or in the beginning actually was when god created the heavens and the earth genesis 1 1 when god created the heavens and the earth and everything in it in christ jesus all things were made in christ jesus in colossians chapter 1 yeah all things was made or were made in christ jesus then before the foundation of the world i want us to know this word foundation i'm using foundation foundation the foundation of the earth as seen in hebrews 1 verse 10 is different from the foundation i'm about to talk about if you have to read ephesians 1 verse 4 let me quickly read ephesians 1 verse 4 so it reads according these are some of the plans and intention of intentions of god according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love and this word foundation is used 11 times in the in the new testament uh, and it's quite shocking that it talks about we know foundation to be something that we build a building on so it's a building up that you are building something up but this word is quite shocking in its original translation that it means breaking down breaking down or conception or disposition or a casting down you are breaking something on that speaks volume that speaks volume before the foundation of the world that's genesis 1 2 talks yeah, i know i might get some sticks but don't worry just 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 flew genesis 1 2 talks about the destruction the destruction of the world that was when Lucifer, when he rebelled against God, was cast down onto the edge. So you saw him like you felt like lighting onto the edge. So he was, as a result, there was a distraction. We read in Genesis 1 2 that the edge was void, it was dark, and it was without form. So that's before the foundation of the world. Hope you are getting this. Don't be so much, just flow, just flow. We have before the foundation of the world, that is a dispensation where there was a casting down of the earth when the earth was destroyed. It froze. I said, I don't want to go much into this because it's a huge and broad topic. Huge and broad topic. So we have foundation of the world. Then we have from the foundation 
of the world. We read in Revelation 13 verse 8 that Jesus Christ who was the Lamb was slain from the foundation of the world. He was slain from the foundation of the world. And that is speaking of other scripture or other Bible verse also speak of the same phrase from the foundation of the world. That is speaking of the fall of man. The fall of man. So we have foundation of the earth or in the beginning to be when God created everything. He created the our purpose, he designed everything. When he was in eternity, he was, he was planning everything. Everything that he made was complete, including your purpose. Everything that you can think of, everything that he planned of you was complete. So he made everything in Genesis 1-1. That's a dispensation from the beginning. So that's when everything was set in place. Then before the foundation of the world, Genesis 1-2, that's when there was a breaking down of the earth or the earth was in was void was was in darkness and formless as a, a result of the rebellion of lucifer against god and god casting him down to the earth yeah then we have from the foundation of the world that was when the fall of adam or that was the fall of adam so from that to the end of time so i would say we are from that period from the foundation of the world to the end of time the end of time is yet to come that is when christ jesus will come back to pick the church and all these events then we brought back into eternity so from the foundation of the world was the fall of man so when the bible says that man was made or god made man to be pure to be holy and without blameless in his sight in love before the foundation of the world was trying to paint a picture that god's original design for man See, we are talking of people, so yeah, we are focusing much on God. God's original design of man was that before the foundation, before everything went black or before everything was destroyed or before everything went void, his original intent for man was to be holy, was to be pure, was to be, was to be blameless in love and to carry his very image. Then from the foundation of the world and that was the moment if you are to read Genesis chapter 3 carefully that God sets a distinction between light and darkness the seed that belongs to light and the seed that belongs to darkness and I believe that was the very moment that the destiny of men should belong to heaven yeah, I know to belong to heaven or hell was decided because we read that God's original plan for man was man to be holy, to be blameless in love and to, to carry his identity. So just imagine how can a person who carries God's image identity be found in hell? Which is to say that God's idea, as you read in First Timothy 2 verse 4, that it is God's plan that every man be saved. God does not want any man to be unsaved or to, to perish in hell. That wasn't part of his idea. That wasn't part of his plan. That wasn't part of his purpose for you. 
So we see that it was God's idea from the very beginning that man will relate or man will dominate the earth and later be brought back into eternity. Hell excluded. Hell excluded. Not wasn't in the picture. It wasn't in God's picture. It wasn't in God's picture. So I want you to understand. I brought this in to, to bring you to a kind of revelation understanding of what God's of what God has said about you. Doesn't want you bad or anything. Doesn't want you bad or anything. All that he wants for you is for you to be his son, to be his daughter, to cherish you and to carry his image and express it to the world. No, this is also a broad topic. The revelation or the sex dispensation of time is a broad topic. Maybe you have to consider that in another series or something. But I just want you to understand that whatever God planned about you was something of beauty. It was something of beauty. It was something not to make you weak or corrupt or anything. Whatever thing that he planned for you was perfect. It was perfect. That is why he sent his son Jesus to come and die. He sent his son Jesus to come and die. I know if you have any question about this area, you can you can send that question to me. We just get it answered to you. You can go to our site and get the link and we will get that answer to you as soon as possible. So I want us to consider. I said we are building. So why did God send Jesus to come and die? Why did Jesus come to die? I want to, I want you to cherish these kind of stars. I want you to cherish it. Because when you cherish this kind of stuff, it kind of moves you. It kind of moves you to, to do or to walk in the purpose that God has for you. Not because of anything, but it kind of gives you some energy. It gives you some love. So that you walk in the kind of purpose or the kind of God that God has for you. So three quick things. The story in or the story Jesus portrayed in Luke 15 talks about three things that Jesus or God sent Jesus to come and die for our sins. Think our end our end with this area, then we'll continue, we'll continue next week. Yeah, end with this area, then we'll continue next week. Why Jesus was sent to come and die. I said this episode is focusing on God or dealing with his acts towards man. Why did he send Jesus to come and die? First, we wear his sheep. Remember what Jesus, this, the three parables that he gave in Luke 15. First, he used an illustration of a sheep. The second one used an illustration of a coin. And the third one used an illustration of what? Of a son. So these three key things was the reason why when man rebelled against him, he had to come and die. And let's take note. If we are to study that context very carefully, we know that whatever thing that the queen was or the sheep was or the son was, was not deferred or taken away from them, but they were restored back to them. Yeah, I know I said I said something earlier that the fall or the foundation the before the, the destruction of the earth or the fall of man did not distort God's original plan for man, but they were held intact. You remember that within that story that 
the 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 shepherd when he went to find the the sheep he he placed the sheep on his shoulder signifying love now when when he saw the son coming back to the father the father was running towards the son that signifying love that everything that god planned from the very beginning was not withheld from man when he came back to him again it was restored to him and even in abundance jesus said he came to give life to everything in abundance that he will confess to man that's john 10 verse 10 he said he came to give life and he came to give it more abundantly so three areas and jesus came on earth to die and to restore you back because first you are his sheep you are his sheep and his sacrifice you are his sheep and his sacrifice that brings joy to him sacrifice doesn't mean we are replacing jesus in a sense no jesus christ was the perfect sacrifice of god that was sacrificed for all our sins let's imagine the price for our hearts the price for our sins was our greatest death let's imagine that's beautiful isn't it it's just amazing just give him all the praise just give him all the praise so we are his sheep and we are his sacrifice that brings joy to him god made us for himself he made us for himself and just like himself we are made for god there's no doubt about you cannot argue that he made us for intimacy we are we are what he looks to fill up with joy he has perfected in us the power of sacrificial praise that is more special to him than what the seraphs and the cherubs offer him in heaven that's psalm 8 verse 2 he has installed in us he has installed in our mouth a power to praise him that even overrides or is above what the seraphs and the, the, the seraphs and the cherubs praise him in heaven now when we praise him now when we offer that sacrificial praise and worship to him it kind of bring him a joy or much in heaven because we were his sheep we were his sacrifice that brings joy to him paul said i beg you or i by the mercy of God, I plead with you that you offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, because this is what your acceptable form of what of worship. Because we were his sheep, and he ought to come back for us. He ought to come back for us because he made us for himself. That's why he sent Jesus to come and die. Then the, the second one, we were his queen, or we are his queen. Queen signifies value and assets know that queen signifies value and assets and we are god's assets to the world we are his lights to the world we are his salt to the world we are those that are to effect and bring into reality the kingdom culture and the plans on earth no one else can but only us it is only you and me who can effect the kingdom plans of god and the kingdom culture of god here on earth we had the dominion to rule the earth. He gave us that dominion. Remember Genesis 1 1. The Bible said that God made the heaven and the earth, the heavens and the earth, including where he seated. Why did he do that? He did that for man to replicate his kingdom, his will, his plan, 
in heaven here on earth so he placed man in charge of the custodians of the things on the earth to replicate for man to bring order for man to bring his his will for man to to stream down his will and his kingdom culture to replicate what is in heaven here on earth so we are his asset or we were his asset that was the very reason that he came or he sent his son jesus to come and die you can find all these stories in luke chapter 15 then i'll end this with this we are his children we are his children hebrews 2 verse 10 to verse 10 i think the book of hebrews especially chapter 2 of that book is an amazing it's an amazing chapter you you've got to look for yourself you've got to look for yourself i want to read some portion or in that book in that chapter jesus actually actually accomplished some great and mighty things about eight of them but let's look at one of them one of the greatest thing that he did was to bring us into glory again it was to bring us into glory again that is we becoming his children and reigning with christ we were made to be his sons and daughters from the very beginning let me read hebrews 2 verse 9 then we end but we see jesus who was made a little sorry verse 10 verse 10 for it became him for whom all things and by whom all and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering so jesus was made the captain of our salvation through the sufferings to bring us back into glory bring us back into his glory yeah so just know these three things and cherish these three things god plays a lot of value on you he plays so much value on you if you are to sit down and reflect and meditate on how god's love streams down from his heart towards you you'll be very so much amazed you'll be so much amazed of this quality of god's love towards you we'll just sit down and reflect he cherishes you as a son or daughter you are his asset you are his value to the world and you are his sacrificial praise to him you bring joy to his heart just imagine that you bring joy to god's heart yeah so i want to and i know i sent so much i know it's because this is the first episode so i have to lay the foundation we are going to begin next week We're going to begin next week just sit down and listen to everything you can listen to it over and over again i believe the power and the presence of god is with you very at this very moment even as you are listening to this i'm very much fully aware of this that the presence of god is with you as you are listening to this you are experiencing the power of the holy ghost so just sit down and reflect over these things you can share it don't forget to share with your friends with your family you can also broadcast broadcast this around the world yeah let us impact the world with the knowledge of christ with the light of christ with love and with the light of christ jesus so i'll end i'll end it i'll end this episode here and we'll be we'll continue again god willing next week next week we'll look at the beauties of god who god is 
the seven beauties of God, then you move right straight into the purpose of God towards man. So you'll be telling more about the purpose of God towards man. We'll talk about why God made you and I and our first purpose, the first purpose to which God made you and I. So I'll end here and I'll want to say some few stars. I want to say some few stars. We've opened you've opened a chance or an opportunity to our to our audience to partner with us not in the in terms of monetary aspect no don't go don't go don't go just stay just stay don't move just listen to me just listen to me just listen to me we want you to partner with us not in support with money no but by becoming a broadcaster by becoming a broadcaster we want to spread the message of Christ across the entire world we want to spread the message of life of light of God's love of God's abundant mercy towards mankind to the entire world so if you are touched I know the Spirit of God is touching you now if you are touched just go to our website calligraphy dot calligraphy concept dot wordpress dot com there is a section say become a partner just fill out the form, your email, your telephone number. If you want to become a broadcaster, that you want to share this content, you also share weekly inspirational quotes. If you want to become a broadcaster, just kindly subscribe as we share, as we share this message. You just receive this directly into your, into your, into your account, your telephone or email account. Then you share this around the world. You want to impact the world. You want to the world to experience the, this life of Christ Jesus that we have received. I know you've been so much blessed. I believe you've been so much blessed. I believe you've been so much blessed. So bless others with this. Bless others with this. In this little way, I know you have an eternal recompense. God bless you for doing so. And do well to comment. You can leave your comments in the comment section on whatever platform that, that you are listening to. We will and the next episode I'll I'll read these very comments. I'll read these very comments and appreciate you all and appreciate you all. So just leave your testimony also. You can also leave your testimony, whatever light enlightenment that you receive, empowerment that you receive. You can leave these testimonies in the comment section. You can also go to you can also go to our website to share these powerful testimonies to see what the lord is doing in your life so i'll see you again next week and i thank you and i appreciate and love you all in the love of christ jesus so thank you once again for tuning in see you again next week shalom shalom See